You are listening to The Social Hotelier Show, a podcast that inspires hoteliers to create meaningful and memorable experiences for their customers in pursuit of their passion. We share our views and experiences relating to hospitality, technological trends, and also relating to humanity. Here is your host, Sam Eric Rutman. and welcome to Hospitality Insights. My name is Sam Eric Rutman and I'm your host today. I'm really happy about the show that we're going to have today because we have a very interesting topic we're going to talk about, which is about how we can get the tourism off the ground. Particularly now we are uh, slowly but surely getting over the uh, pandemic and uh, people are uh, now ready to take uh, their plans and make bookings for their next trip. And of course, there are some many places that you can visit. Uh, but uh, today we're going to talk about a very exciting location in the Central Europe, Slovenia. And uh, my guest today is Jaka Godesha, who is the coordinator from Locals from Zero. And uh, I was wondering, what does that Locals from Zero mean? And uh, well, today you will find out what it what is it all about and what makes this grassroots community exciting and what everyone, all the countries with the tourism could learn, particularly because we are dealing with a country that has what I would coin boutique tourism, where there is no mass tourism like many other countries have. And so they will be relying on how to uh, surface these hidden, hidden uh, treasures of uh, service providers that are, there are many of them in Slovenia and many of the locals don't even know what's what is on the other side of Slovenia, what is available. So that's why this makes it very interesting. Well, this show is basically, I'm very happy that we have a partnership with Malta Hotel and Restaurant Association, uh, Visit Malta, Winning.Training, which is the online portal, providing excellent online courses for hospitality industry uh, workers, but also on le- for leadership also to to uh, polish up their uh, their skills. Also, the Mediterranean uh, Tourism Foundation is a great supporter and Visit Malta and the Ministry of Tourism and uh, Con- Consumer Protection in Malta uh, is our partners for this show. So again, I'd like to say thank you very much to all of you who are joining here and uh, give, a, give a thumbs up here to let us know that you are here watching the show. We greatly appreciate it. and. Uh, if you still write in where you are viewing from, I'll give you a shout out. And uh, that will be something that I want to share with everyone that uh, how we are being viewed from different parts of the world. But without any further ado, I'm going to uh, introduce Yaka Godesha, who is the coordinator from Locals from Zero and Hospitality Insight starts now. Hello, Yaka, and, and welcome. Hello to you too. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, very happy to that you are taking the time, and uh, we have a few people already saying hello. There is uh, Sam Björklund in Finland who want to say hello, and so he's he's watching this very interesting show today. And uh, now, Jaka, we have uh, talked a few times in, uh, before, and uh, and uh, in fact, uh, last week I was talking to your colleague Rudy uh, about uh, the tourism from zero and. And uh, now we are talking about uh, the locals from zero. And uh, so this is a very interesting 
a topic and discussion. But for those who don't know, Yaka, he's the coordinator of Locals from Zero. And uh, coming from the Faculty of Tourism Studies at uh, Portoros, Slovenia, in the university there that has an excellent tourism program. And many of these uh, seeds to this whole concept has been grown from out of that uh, university. And I understand that Yaka is interested in e-tourism, innovation, experience design, uh, building community for, for tourism and with the stakeholders at the Ideas from Zero. So this is something that uh, many of our viewers will be excited to learn uh, what it's all about. So Yaka, uh, before we start, and can you share something about yourself and how you got started and what and to where you are from, how you got started and where you are now? Just so we know Yaka a little bit more. Yeah, of course. Uh, so I'm 22 year old, uh, finishing my bachelor studies uh, at the Faculty of Tourism uh, for in Turistica for Porto Slovenia. Uh, but I already started um, joining in the in the tourism industry uh, when I was like 15, when I went to the high school for hospitality, and then I started doing my first summer jobs um, there uh, because I had to do my practice. And even after that, when I was like 18, I started working in the hospitality uh, as a receptionist uh, at, the, at the camp, at the campsite we have here at the coast. It's actually the biggest campsite uh, that, um, that we have in whole Slovenia. Uh, but I actually didn't know that when I applied for the job. I, I, was, I was thinking that I will have a, a nice, a calm uh, summer job that I will have a few guests to check in and check out. Uh, and that says to you how, how much we even don't know about our own regions because there are some like closed resorts that we we actually don't we don't visit as a locals right uh, but then but then when I when I went there to work and I, I saw that it's a campsite with 300 places and that uh, the job is not is not easy at all and you have to be um, really really fast learner. Uh, to 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 really do the job uh, well, um, and after that, yeah, I, I started to 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 explore more projects. Um, I actually found myself that I enjoy working with people, and that I enjoy working on to and in, in the research and development projects uh, that my university offers, and so on. So that's about me. Oh, excellent. Now, uh, the, the whole idea about uh, tourism from zero and locals from zero, how did that get started? What were, what were sort of the initial ideas to get you all together to do something very unique? Yeah, so this, the start of the initiative is actually the Tourism from Zero initiative that was co-founded by my mentor, Dr. Uh, Dejan Krijaj, and the Earth uh, Organization and the Tourism 4.0 organization um, and the idea behind tourism from zero is to collect as many insights uh, as possible from the tourism stakeholders and from all other people as well uh, to say um, what can we change um, during this pandemic uh, what kind of challenges do people face uh, during this pandemic uh, and what can we do better in the future um, and we collected almost 900 responses uh, from this um, survey uh, right now. And one of the ideas came from the, our faculty as well, uh, as well from my colleague today. Uh, and 
the idea was about um, helping the local providers, and that's how the Locals from Zero initiative um, got started. No, very good. And then, uh, and then, what happened after that? Because I, I know that you created something more than the getting <clears throat> particular guides or scouts to uh, explore the areas, and also to create something even more than that. Yeah. So our uh, idea is not is not just to build a, a standard marketplaces. Uh, those already exist, and we know them. Um, but we we saw the opportunity um, to somehow help um, those local providers and build some some kind of a support system around them, uh, because once once we looked on the these most famous portals that we know, we saw that there there are no experiences really in Slovenia or not as many as we thought we know in, in our local environments. And we said, okay, we can maybe create a different model uh, of how how the system should work. Uh, and we should create some kind of a bottom-up approach where uh, you give the opportunity to um, young, digit, um, yeah, young people who, who want to activate uh, local uh, tourism in their own region and try to to give them a marketplace that that works and rewards uh, those uh, scouts uh, for their work. Yeah. This is very uh, this is very typical in in many countries where you have the mainstream tourism, and uh, we have few people here who are from different countries. And uh, allow me just to say say a few hellos. We have a, a good friend, Dr. Barbara Scon. Hello, uh, Dr. Barbara. Good to good to see you, and uh, thank you very much for joining in. Turkey is another country that has uh, fantastic uh, treasures. Uh, we have uh, Detlef uh, uh, Winter, friend from Baden-Baden in Germany, joined. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, glad to, that you could join us also. So now uh, the, the key is that now if I love to go to Slovenia because the more I hear about it, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a mystery that I want to able to uh, get to see even more. And uh, when I, if I go to one of the uh, usual suspects of uh, uh, portals about uh, where I should go, I usually uh, refer to two things. Go to Ljubljana and then go to maybe some island in the middle of a lake. And then, uh, but then when I was contacting, talking with yourself and your colleagues, we found that there is uh, so many things you can do. And, uh, and uh, what are the things that, are, that you have learned now all through this process at, uh, about those different service providers that are available and what was the major challenge because now you're coming in as a uh, digital native, I call it, mm-hmm. and you can able to, to help them to surface there uh, as a service provider. Yeah, so I'm as well, uh, not just a coordinator on the project, but I as well work as a scout in my region. And uh, it was an excellent opportunity for me to start making uh, contacts and to network a bit and get, get really to know my, uh, my region inside out. And uh, in the beginning, I was afraid that when I would approach uh, those providers, they would not see the value, right, what I was bringing to the table. And they would say, okay, you're, you're a bit too young, maybe, maybe we shouldn't cooperate with you. Uh, but actually, the experience uh, was the opposite, right? I didn't know these people. I, I, I did hear about them on some maybe local news or I thought they are interesting, but I didn't have a real uh, connection with them. So when I called them, I had to present myself and I said, 
we are doing this and that. We try to empower you, try to that you become visible on the tourist map when once the pandemic is over. And uh, they were all willing to, to participate. So I, I have three providers in my region that I work with, and they all agreed uh, to, for me that I, I went there, uh, visit them, visited them, talked to them in person, explained what our project was about. But interest, interestingly, like I didn't have anything to show because at the beginning, we, we really went uh, with a startup like lean method. I, I had nothing to show. I didn't have a, a whole marketplace to show of how we are building that because now now it's different. I have a minimum viable minimal viable product that I can show. Uh, I can I can I even know that we are working on a platform that is new, it's improved and it's it's working, it's beautiful. Uh, but at the beginning I, I didn't have anything. But they were all will, willing to participate. So this tells me that um, People actually want to be approached and they want to, to be helped. So they, they are aware of the issue that they are not visible on the tourism map. Uh, just they don't, they don't have the skill set, they, maybe they don't have the time or the resources, and they would actually need somebody uh, to help them do these first steps in, in becoming digitally native and present and bookable. Uh, which is really important for the trends of the tourism that we are going, uh, we are going, uh, that are in front of us. Yeah. yeah. Could you give some examples of the kind of uh, <clears throat> service providers or what kind of things uh, you are, would be able to ex to experience or what do, what kind of programs you have or places to visit uh, at the moment? How far how far, how far you are in the in this uh, in this project? Yes, of course. Um, so I will, I will just talk from my experience, from my three providers. Um, so one experience is uh, a wine tasting in a, uh, I call it a forgotten village, um, because uh, the village is literally frozen in time, uh, because it's, it's protected for already 30 years. So there is no major, um, you cannot do a lot of changes to the architecture of the place. Um, and actually in like in 2002, the village was abandoned. Nobody lived in it. And then slowly this family moved in uh, back to the village because they tried to um, start up uh, their own farm uh, that was left there uh, from their um, from, from their family. Uh, and now they are trying to, to you know, have a, a nice tourism farm where they can produce their own produce and their wine and their oil and so on. Um, but because the village is so remote, um, the, actually the, the mobile signal is really weak. Um, there is even not running water yet in the village. So that's how far behind the village itself is. Uh, even though it's only 30 minutes by car away from our major city that we that we here live. Um, and, and of course, these people are not present on, they don't have a website, don't, they don't have any social media presence. So it's really hard for people to find them. Uh, that, so, so how could a foreign tourist actually find this tourism farm? Almost impossible. And with me approaching them uh, and with our project, we could really um, write the text, we could take the photos, for the experience and then put it out, out on our marketplace. So now 
actually it's bookable. Uh, you can book this experience at, at our website uh, with a few clicks. And because of how our model works, I get the reservation and I can then talk uh, to them by phone and tell them that they have guests coming. Um, so I, I think we are solving, solving actually here an issue uh, that is happening for those really small and remote local providers. And not only that we are solving this problem, uh, we can actually stay in touch with them. And, uh, you know, me as a scout, I can help them uh, create a support system and educate them uh, on, on how they should create their experiences. So they are, you know, they're not, uh, they don't accept uh, a group of 50 of people in those remote villages, but they, they can create experiences for uh, two to five people. So it's really boutique uh, in terms of with our strategy of Slovenia. Yeah. Now, then uh, just to, for someone who, uh, may not know about you. How will they find you? I mean, the, the, your your portal or your website where you are offering these uh, uh, the different uh, options, things to do. Yeah, of course. So uh, we are currently our beta uh, version is live on www.localsfromzero.org, and of course now in in the recent weeks when uh, things are are start are starting slowly to open up, uh, me, Rudy, and today we are having uh, those strategic meetings on how uh, we are actually going to promote, uh, of course, the the platform itself. Uh, so that's one of the the most important steps uh, that we are now. Discussing um, because, of course, firstly we said that we need to create this marketplace for foreign tourists. Uh, but actually, this first season that is coming right now, uh, we are not yet sure how many foreigners we will have in our country. So we are trying to adjust our strategy on how we are we will market our marketplace for Slovenians. But because we have such. Um, such great boutique experiences, we actually think that uh, all those experiences are ready to be booked uh, for Slovenians as well, because um, most of them uh, were not present on any uh, digital platform yet, uh, so they are quite a novelty for everyone else. So I think we'll, we will make it with uh, our home market as well, sort of, and it will be a great testing season of our model uh, and of our platform. Um, so for, for for the beginning, I agree with you. I think it's good to do it as a step by step and and get the good uh, foundation. Uh, it's a long haul, long haul game. I call it that you are, or race that you are doing. So uh, no quick fixes, but you are setting it up properly and and uh, step by step expand expand this and and that your good testing ground is at how you are attracting uh, the Slovenian, the dom domestic travel, first of all, and then expand uh, to international. Uh, there's a question coming from uh, Sam Björklund from Finland. Uh, will you try to integrate your system with a larger booking network in the future? Is that something that you are considering or what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, we we are discussing that actually um, in, in the recent weeks. We had a lot of discussions uh, about that. That's of course one of the steps uh, that we can take in the future, and we want to take. Uh, but firstly, we, we as you said before, we have to do our own steps uh, first and test out everything um, because we started actually 
we bootstrapped our company basically. So that means that we uh, we haven't in, got any investors or we haven't got we didn't put in our money, but we first. Uh, we did uh, educational workshops around Slovenia, and with that money, we started building our our marketplace. And of course, these affiliations um, modes uh, are co- are costing money. So we will do our steps first, and of course, in the future, we will want to integrate uh, as well. Okay, very good. Yeah, very good. Now this is very very interesting because uh, of course, you, you, you Slovenia has a a, a tourism uh, agency or a tourism association. Uh, what is their reaction to your activities to, uh, the, with the official tourism uh, officials in, in, in Slovenia? Have you had a chance to talk to them? Are they, is it something that they are interesting to support you with? Um, I think we haven't really had the chance yet to talk to the, to the officials. Uh, and But... Uh, we got some some confirmations that we are on the right path, uh, especially from more uh, regional uh, destinational management organizations, uh, because we conducted workshops there, um, and we even talked with them and asked them what do they say about what are their challenges of their uh, providers, and we really saw a natural fit of what we are doing. Uh, so even uh, let's say one region uh, in in West Slovenia already a person who works at the destinational management system, uh, organization is also a local from zero scout. Uh, so we integrated uh, ourselves in in, in, uh, in the destinations as well uh, because they support our vision and they see that. Uh, because most of the destinations, that smaller ones, don't actually have a booking system yet, and we are serving them uh, with our uh, with our solution, uh, so they can use that. And uh, I think a lot of, uh, first of all, a lot of um, smaller organizations will join, and slowly, slowly, with a bottom-up approach, we will come to the uh, national level as well, and probably, hopefully we will find uh, a natural fit uh, for, uh, for our, uh, our work as well, yeah. Yeah, really good. The, the, how I found out about you was that uh, I had a discussion with uh, uh, one of the professors in the uh, University of Eastern Finland and their tourism uh, faculty Mm-hmm. And and he mentioned about you. So you have you have you have exposure in the academics of what you've been doing. Was there some sort of a competition or a presentation that you you have made in the in the past? That so you have got some recognition already. Yeah, uh, actually, we 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 went uh, we participated as a team on the Enter conference that is quite well known uh, in the academics circles of e-tourism. Uh, and we we didn't really compete with the locals from zero idea. We did uh, a bit of a different version of it. Uh, we we presented a, one kind of a new types of experiences that we could serve uh, on our locals from zero marketplace, and that is uh, the community events. Because in Slovenia we have a lot of local associations who organize a lot of different events 
uh, that you can at- attend, but they are meant for, for local people to, you know, gather and to build their community and to preserve their heritage and, and so on. Um, but a lot of these associations are dying out because all of these events are non-profit um, and young people are moving out of villages and are, are moving into the cities uh, trying to earn the income and they're not so interested in helping out uh, with these non-profit events. And so we said, why, why wouldn't we offer them space on our platform where they have a booking availability, um, they, can, yeah, they can book, book the event, and why, they can't, why can't they offer a few tickets uh, to these local events for tourists to enter the backstage. And that, of course, is a huge academic uh, thing, you know, when that tourists are searching for the authenticity and they uh, try to enter the real backstage. And, and those local events are the real backstage. That They are happening because of the local community, not because of the commodification of tourism. Uh, and with this idea, we came into the finals of the Enter Conference. So we went, uh, we went into uh, top five uh, of the um, competition. Um, we, ha- we didn't win them. Uh, another idea won, but it was still a, a really good opportunity to share what we are doing in Slovenia uh, and how, how we are thinking about tourism. Yeah, that's a very exciting. And uh, I mean, I was just, can you imagine how I found about you? I mean, this is uh, quite a uh, distant possibility, but uh, that's how th- that's, this is how this uh, uh, digital transformation and all this communication works. Where you just hear hear about from one day to another, and then uh, I contacted you and 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 your friends, and then that's how we got into a conversation. And, and here we are having a, the second episode, and now we have more people who are who are, who are viewing. So that's a li- my little uh, contribution to what you're trying to do. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we have another friend who also of you from Hong Kong, uh, Julia Monk. So hello, Julia. Nice to see you here. Thank you very much for, for joining in. For any of you who are uh, viewing, uh, any questions that you have for Yaka, this is a good chance to, any questions, any comment that you have, do you think uh, what they're doing is valuable? Is it something that uh, may be applicable to where you are from? Are there some hidden secrets and uh, tourism uh, places that uh, you feel that are so local that not, not even the, the majority of the people who live in the country are, are seeing that. And this could be the way to give the, uh, the, the locals the chance to, uh, to showcase some of the traditional uh, uh, arts or, or whatnot that could uh, uh, provide an experience for uh, international travelers, because we have this <coughs> buzzword called experiential travelers, people who want to experience something else. They want to learn about themselves while they are going on a holiday. They just don't want necessarily to uh, be on a sandy beach uh, uh, along the Adrian Sea, but they want to actually explore and wouldn't mind going to get their work with their own hands to to maybe on, on a vineyard or, or a herbal farm that creates uh, uh, teas and so on. You know, these are the small things that, that are uh, great things for your own uh, mental, mental wellness and, and opportunities. So those are the things that I think are quite interesting. So any questions that you have from the, the viewers who want to share 
what are the what are their thoughts about this? Is something that could work in your part of the world? So we welcome those, and any questions for Yaka would be uh, are, are welcome. But I have a question that I want to sh ask you, and uh, our world is changing more in the next 10 years than it has in the last 100 years, mm. according to a futurist, uh, Gert Lohnard. What changes do you see possibly happening in the next 10 years in Slovenia, looking at the type of things you are doing? Yeah, of course, technology brings um, a lot of options. I wouldn't say that the Slovenians are like early adopters, so I'm not sure how much can happen in the 10 years. Uh, in the 10 years, I hope that um, our like our work is really important because we are uh, making some foundations to create a su support environment for tourism uh, stakeholders to actually help those uh, providers who who are, are left behind right now and help them catch up and accelerate um, the adoption rates of technology for everyone. Uh, so in the future, uh, Hopefully, we will be in, in, in time with trends uh, because I, I think in the next 10 years, uh, big changes are coming uh, if we take a look uh, on the world, uh, world globally, right? So um, I think the mobility sector, it's, it's going to have a big revolution with uh, the self-driving cars. Uh, that will basically become some sort of an entertainment system, maybe even an information center and a tour guide combined. Uh, and that brings a, a lot of uh, changes. Uh, and if, you want, if we want to have all those uh, AIs working instead of us, we have to put all the information uh, actually online uh, and not keep it offline like we sometimes do in our remote villages uh, because those AIs want find any information available uh, if we don't put it um, in, in online and digitize it. Um, so, so, yeah. Well, that's a very interesting uh, idea that uh, uh, the, your vehicle will become the entertainment center for you to go from one place to another and you don't really actually have to drive it, but that it's actually it transports you to to the location that you wish. And, and because I think with the uh, technology at that stage already, uh, you will not be uh, uh, going to a crowded place because it will say, well, no, I think we have we have a limit of uh, so and so many persons, but uh, we'll take you to another place, which there are very few people there to, for you to get the more valuable experience. Yes, I, I agree with that. And, uh, and they will become, basically, they will determine where, where you will go, right? Um, but if they will have the information. So that's one of the important aspects. And then again, as you mentioned uh, last week with Rudy, blockchain technology and tokenization of the economy. Uh, imagine having some sort of tokens that reward you for being sustainable, uh, for making sustainable choices um, when traveling and actually earning some, some tokens that you can then spend on local experiences. Um, or maybe, you know, there will be tokens there, or, or I, I think maybe they even ex already exist, that you can buy and um, off-put your, um, your input, uh, the CO2 input when, when traveling, right? Um, so these are all the, the things that are, are coming. So I'm looking forward to it, actually, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's all... Uh, there's a lot of things that is going on at the moment, and we just uh, 
don't realize that how the progress is going in front of our eyes. And once it's here, we realize, yeah, that's how it is. I mean, just imagine that uh, uh, this uh, device that we are called the mobile device was just a phone. And now it's a, a, a device for providing solutions to our problems. You know, we don't have dictionaries anymore. We don't ask, well, how do I get from A to B? Now we ask Alexa or Siri or, uh, or we type in and uh, it gives us the uh, directions. I mean, this is already here with that technology, how much people are using it at the moment. That's a really a, a different story because I think it's not, it's all of that that's available are uh, totally underutilized. And uh, I'm interested also about this Bitcoin uh, I'm not an investor of Bitcoin for that matter, but I'm interested how the uh, the cryptocurrencies and also particularly the blockchain, which is the the smart contracts, and and also how this is democratizing uh, the the marketplace. Uh, that uh, uh, in one way it's cutting off the out the a middleman. And we have a comment here from uh, Sam Björklund. Uh, I said. I think this is a very good platform like Airbnb takes so large shares that the local platform is a good idea. So he's basically saying what you're doing is a better idea than, than he has seen from Airbnb. Who's to, uh, it takes a lot of, of footwork, but the, the rewards are good and important. Uh, would be very interesting to attend the local festivities with local people, uh, Sam Björklund. So uh, he, he is just mentioning this, uh, something he, he appreciates very much what you are doing. Thank you, Sam Bjorklu, for that comment. Yeah, thank you for the from for the insight. Um, yep. Yeah, I agree. We, we we try we try to to do our first steps uh, into creating better models, right? Uh, that's that's our idea. Hopefully, we'll be successful. Uh, firstly, on national level, and hopefully, then uh, some other uh, will use our case uh, case uh, for the. Uh, for adopting our model elsewhere, or even we will try to adopt it, right? Um, Okay, Jaka, I have another, I have another question for you. Uh, you look back at the two thousand year two thousand twenty. Uh, what has been your personal biggest accomplishment for two thousand twenty? Yeah, that's that's a good question. Um, I guess I learned that I have to constantly push myself out of comfort zone, um, so I can personally grow and develop new skill sets. Um, because, like, I could just use the pandemic as a, as, a, as an excuse uh, to stay put at home and watch Netflix, play video games all day. But I actually pushed myself uh, not to throw the year away, and I seized every opportunity that presented itself. And like that, uh, I got involved in the projects that I'm talking about today. Uh, I was even living abroad for seven months. I just came back from Scotland in these crazy times. Um, actually. I even was on a local radio this year, um, with, and here I am with my first podcast episode. So, so yes, uh, stepping out of my comfort zone was definitely the biggest accomplishment um, that I did, and I didn't let the events that was that are happening around us uh, really affect me. But I just followed my path, um, and yeah, that's I guess is my advice and realization uh, for you as well that you just. Uh, have to have to follow your own path and not really worry about what's happening around you. Yeah? Just uh, keep pushing and uh, getting get your get yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah, that's that's a very good advice. Yeah. Uh, any more questions we have from our viewers? We'd like to still have uh, still have time with Yaka, and then if you can uh, just share any any 
questions or comments that you have, um, because we have now viewers from from around the world, from Asia, from Europe, and uh, possibly some comments that I don't see here uh, to see where everybody is viewing from. But uh, uh, it's quite an uh, interesting thing, activity that you are doing, and I uh, there there must be a way how you can uh, get your uh, platform and knowledge to create this knowledge that you're doing whether it would be in in one of the uh, tourism conferences coming up in the future where you, are, you, have, you can share your learnings and also give advice to, uh, to, to people and then of course there are all kinds of organizations <clears throat> uh, all kinds of membership clubs available whether it's a, a rotary meaning that uh, that's the has been a businessman's club, but or business person's club, and then they have Rotaract, which are for the for the younger and uh, who are not uh, turned thirty yet. And you know those are the things because they are one of the things that they can do to to help uh, help the community. Yeah, actually, all of our all of our founders are still in like uh, in in the academia. So I, I think we will really try to document every aspect of our project because uh, I'm writing my thesis uh, with the help of this project uh, on the terms of how to build communities. Um, I even um, developed a virtual um, community place where all tourism stakeholders can can join in and uh, share their knowledge and ideas. So that's something I've been working on. And then, of course, uh, Rudy does his own podcast, which he uses for... Um, researching uh, for his master thesis and even today um, he's, a, he's a PhD student uh, so he's using the whole Locals from Zero project uh, for his uh, PhD so uh, even I am excited of how many how much insights um, can, can possibly develop from this project in the future as well yeah very good uh, we have another question here uh, how do you get feedback from visitors who, ha who are visiting uh, any of those uh, service providers? Well, well, do you have a feedback mechanism to, to get some under understanding of how they enjoyed and what, good or bad or any comments? Yeah, so on the, the, the platform right now, we, we have a quite basic uh, review system. So if somebody visits the experience, uh, he can uh, write a comment. And then on the platform that we are developing right now in the backend, uh, it has a little bit more complex system so uh, that you can only uh, put the review in if you actually been on the experience. So if you actually paid for the experience and, and actually been there, uh, you can then review uh, the provider and you can also review the scout. Uh, so if he did a, a good job. Uh, so yeah, we thought about... Uh, a review system as well, quite a lot, um, and yeah. Very good. We have a, a viewer from Malta, Alex uh, uh, Kutayar. Interesting episode. Well done. So thank you, Yaka. You are giving a lot of good, good, interesting information for for the Malta community also. So really appreciate it. Thank you, Alex, for your feedback. Thank you. Yeah. Let's see what else uh, we could. Uh, uh, we now we know a little bit more about Yaka and then uh, what you have learned about yourself and uh, uh, and what are your plans now for this year in in terms of the locals from zero or the tourism from zero activities. Uh, yeah, 
Of course, we want to launch uh, as soon as possible when our our platform will be ready. Uh, hopefully, that will be in May. Of course, always uh, some kind of you know technical problems may may rise up, but in May we hopefully will launch our platform and try to market it first of all to Slovenians. Um, and hopefully we will get enough feedback to know uh, where to go in the future. Um, yeah. That. That's very good, yes. Um, well, uh, Jaka, thank you very much. Uh, I think this has been a very great uh, opportunity to get to know you and and, uh, and providing this uh, very interesting information about what your activities are. And uh, and uh, I'm sure we will need to bring you back for another episode here a little bit later on at the year to see what 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 is new uh, new in uh, with a. Uh, locals from zero and uh, tourism from zero, and we will put into uh, for the viewers of uh, of uh, YouTube who are watching this from YouTube. Uh, I will put in the, the the website for for you to see that. And if you are on LinkedIn, we will put that uh, uh, website into the to to the comment of of this uh, broadcast. And and also for the Facebook viewers, we'll put that into the comments so you can. Uh, learn more about what are the activities and and then uh, uh, the interesting podcast that uh, uh, your uh, colleague Rudy is doing. Uh, we put that also in so they can also follow the various uh, activities on the podcast and and uh, and so on. So this is a way that you can they can keep in touch with Yaka uh, and the team of uh, what what is going on. But I I went to the sort of the beta website and I thought there were some very interesting tours and I felt like, ah, you can go to some uh, horseback riding through some kind of a forest and you can go to uh, places where you can get some very delicious honey, which is specially from one area, or you can have your, there was somebody making some shoes. It was a shoemaker who uh, uh, is using a very traditional a technique with no nails, or something that was very interesting. I, I just liked all the all the different things that gave it a very uh, uh, wholesome and very interesting way of of doing things. Yeah, I think it's really important to find those uh, locals uh, who have different passions uh, and interests, and just allow tourists that that they tra- that when they travel, they actually book something. Um, that that matches their passions, so they can actually experience something uh, and learn something. Um, so I think this is the future uh, of how we will travel um, our new newer generations. Yeah, that's my opinion. Thanks for joining us this week on the Social Hotelier Show. Make sure to visit our website, the Social Hotelier Show Blueberry.net, where you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, or via RSS, so you never miss a show. While you're at it, if you find value in this show, we appreciate a rating in Apple Podcast. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that will help us out too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.